Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, we have such a fun show for you today. We talked about school. Yeah. We talked – bless you. We talked about the upcoming holidays. Mm-hmm. We talked about what we're watching. Right. But first – Let's talk about OxyClean. Hey, everybody. We want to talk to you about OxyClean odor blasters. And listen. Yes. My kids, everybody's gone back to school. Yeah. So now it's important for you to smell good when mm-hmm. you're at school because guess what? If you're stanky, other kids going to notice. Yes. And give you a hard time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially me because they're in my car driving I'm them telling- to school. And the thing is – Xander's been going to the gym with John mm-hmm. and he wears his regular clothes, like his school shirts mm-hmm. to the gym. He doesn't have like old workout clothes. So he wears his nice yeah, clothes to the too. gym. Right. Gets it stinky, mm-hmm. comes home. And if I didn't have the OxyClean odor blasters yes. at home to use on their clothes, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it would be terrible. Because every once in a while, I don't put it into a load of laundry that has one of his shirts. And I noticed that the odor oh, yeah. doesn't come all the way out of his clothes yes. unless I use it. I noticed that too. I have the same issue with Sonny. He stinks. He smells up the car when he gets in the car, especially with all his walking around in this heat, by the yep. way. Yep. And if I don't use the odor blasters, then then it's I can tell a difference. Yeah. The OxyClean odor blasters attack the odor at its core and they remove it from the clothes. So I always feel better and more confident putting my kids in their clothes after I've used OxyClean odor blasters. So work your magic with OxyClean odor blasters. Visit myoxyclean.com for cleaning tips and tricks. This is Watkins. Welcome with Bridget Pettisey. I love hearing people's stories of resilience and grit. This is why I created this podcast. We are very excited to welcome Jim Gaffigan, Yasmin Mohammed, Glenn Beck, Tim Dillon, Abigail Schreier, Jeff Garland, Ayan Hirsia Lee, Sam Harris, Heather Hying, Jonah Goldberg, Ben Shapiro, Glenn Greenwald, Sarah Shahi, Colin Quinn. If there's a culture of victimhood, then let's Tell stories of grit and survival. Subscribe and listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Made a decision. I'll face the sunny side head on. I had a vision of what it might be like. Hey, everybody. Welcome to For Crying Out Loud. It's a great day. It is a great day. And you know what I'm what? doing after this? What? I have to go to my condo. Oh, my God. Kate Marengo. I love you, by the way. Let me just say that. I love her. She's been – she's my – She's making me just redo my whole condo. Like, mm-hmm. Do you have to keep those cabinets? <laughs> like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. It's not. All they have to do is blah, 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 blah. She's sending me like all these like links to Home Depot. So I just send it to the guys. I got Olga who's like translating between me and the guys. She's just been amazing. And I'm so excited for my condo. I can't wait. I cannot wait. But I, I'm going to be moving in probably – at the end of December, maybe. Well, you know, I can stay there because I'm not, I can move it. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just, I'm, it's going to be like a little bachelorette pad and I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. But I, I'm going over there to, to, uh, 
you know, pick out some more paint colors and mm-hmm. keep it moving. And uh, I'm just excited. Uh, I already gave my notice to my guys in Pasadena. I'm going to miss them. Aww. I know. Were they sad? Yeah, but they were happy because now they can raise their rent. They're going to raise the rent. It's already really expensive. I know. Rents are out of control right it now. It is. I know. But This um, is so crazy. Yeah. Is this a, what they call like a bubble? Like is it going to burst and it's going to go down or are we just going to keep going up? I don't know. I'd ask Kaylin, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's say hello to our fancy, fancy people like Joseph. I fought the law and the law fought back and won. Yeah. Uh, Amy lives in a van down by the river. Mm. Randy May Ames. Mm-hmm. Too many a lot of names, not more than me, but still. That's true. Objectively, it's a lot. Liz is sassy. Amanda and Casey need to develop some better yeah. Zoom etiquette. Uh-huh. Get in front of your computer. Say hello. <laughs> Say hello to a person. <laughs> Jennifer Shelton and Jennifer Falls. Try to figure out which one spells it with one N. You, I don't think you can do it. Mm-mm. Sarah, Stefana, mm-hmm. Leslie has the Omni <laughs> Croft. Omni Croft. Omni something. It sounds like Omni. a kid's show, the uh-huh. new variant. Uh-huh. It sounds really friendly, like the Omnicroft show. <laughs> the- to me, it sounds like doom and gloom. The Omni something. It sounds like the end of the world. So I guess it's just your perspective on things. I guess I'm just a more positive yeah, person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Alicia. Escalante. Aaron. Who this? Amy. Hunt. Michelle. Kevin. Kelly. Luther Vanrose. And? My aunt. Mm-hmm. Rebecca. Eshawn. Mm-hmm. Stephanie. Stinker rinker. Missy and Gabby. Bitches. Mm-hmm. Colleen Skater too. Girl. Krista, get the strap. Hero, your kids love you. Valerie. Hit it out of the park. Carrie. So very bitchy. Holly. Butterworth. <laughs> <laughs> Athena. Oh, her dancing is out of this world. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Lot, has a lot of kids. She's got too many kids. Jacob is so growly, mm-hmm. but we love him. Mm-hmm. Sandra's green mm-hmm. because of all the green bean casserole she ate over Thanksgiving. Ooh. And Ashley's a chic. Oh, that's right. Oh, Ashley, we want to come to your furniture yeah, store. furniture store. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. So you know what I'm doing today? What are you doing You're going to be having the exciting time picking out furniture. Mm-hmm. And I am going to be meeting with Miss Kuntz. Uh-oh. Ms. Hi, really? Yeah. Finally got that going, huh? That's today. Ooh, that's exciting. Today is a very Sadie-centric day. We've got Miss Kuntz, and that's at – so we leave here. We're out of here at like 1145. Mm-hmm. I go home, eat some lunch, and then we meet at the school at 1.00. I'm pretty sure we're meeting with the school psychologist, but I'm also pretty sure we're just signing papers. But she had, she did tell me that once we sign the paperwork and agree to everything, then the testing should happen immediately. Oh, okay. So I guess a lot of people have weighed in on this, as Mm -hmm. you've seen. Mm -hmm. You've seen on Facebook. Mm -hmm. A lot of people telling, giving us a lot of advice. Yes. Good advice. A lot of people are like, listen, this school is out of compliance and mm-hmm. you need to like take care of business. Mm-hmm. But what people don't understand is, yes, I'm a confrontational person. Mm-hmm. This we know. Uh-huh. I have no problem like sending off an email and telling people what's what. Right. But at the same time, like I don't I don't need to be having fights with the people that I'm trying to get help me right. if they're doing it. Like so right. I need to give them a chance 
to do it. Regardless of if it took an extra week or two to get it going, I don't need to be saying like, you're out of compliance. Like, mm-hmm. I had the date set. Let's see what happens. Right. What happens? What happens? <laughs> if they if the testing if they do if there's if there's a problem along the way and they go we're not going to test her then of course I'm going to mm-hmm. right get right. crazy right but so far she's saying yes they're going to test her yes is she annoying the shit out of me along the way and saying things like well I I have two kids and I don't compare them uh-huh. okay as Robin right. Robin pointed bitch. out to me as a teacher she's like you know. The fact that she said that is so weird because what is testing if not comparing kids? Yes, that's true. Right? You're right. comparing them against what you see as the norm. Right. So if you're telling her, like, I have three kids and what I consider the norm, this one kid is deviating from the norm in our family. It's the same thing as fucking testing yeah, them. right, 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 right. I can see so a true. deficit That's in one so kid true. because I can compare it to two other kids that are raised in the exact same environment with the exact same learning. Right. Same teachers and one kid is doing markedly worse than the others right. through no fault of her own, through not behavior issues. Right. I can deduce that uh-huh. there's a fucking issue. Right. 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 <laughs> That's why she's Miss Coons. Well, I have two kids and I don't compare the two. Well, good for you. <laughs> Maybe you're not doing your job correctly then. Maybe. <laughs> what is she fucking Betsy Brown, Brown, Brown. Oh my God. That was so funny. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the message that you mm-hmm. sent me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Give them a special day. They get to yeah. pick the color sippy cup. <laughs> yes. I remember she said that they could pick the color plate they want to eat. Right. Off of. That's, That's what how she long said. ago. Yes. Was. Yes. Yes. Let them pick. If they want the purple right. plate, then they get the purple plate That's that Sadie day. Sadie Day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy Brown, Brown. <laughs> yes. Yes, I understand that Miss Koontz and Miss uh, Betsy Brown Triple yes, B don't right. compare their children. How right. nice for you, right? But the point is, I got to give like Miss Koontz the... isn't the one doing the testing. Yeah. She's not the psychologist, right? So trust she can system. cunt away mm-hmm. all she wants to. Mm-hmm. But if if they do the testing and they and here's the thing, even if they don't find anything wrong. They're still going to give her a five hundred four. They're still going to make some accommodations yeah. for her. Yeah, and if I need to figure out like if there is something else going on, then at that point I'll do private testing. But I'm not like itching to spend, you know, know. $7,000 on testing. Right. Of course. Like let me let them try this first. How long do they think that they're – there's the testing going to take? Like I think it's like, like a day. I think okay. it's like a, and then have an a day or two or okay. maybe like a couple hours one day and a couple hours another day. Okay. Good. Yeah. I That's think they'll good. assess. Yes. I don't know. I'm trying to remember back – when they did it before, but they didn't do full testing the first time when she was like second grade. Right. And they were like, yeah, she has a reading language right. issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I am not going to let uh, Sonny graduate out of his IEP. No. Mm-mm. It's why mess? He's getting good grades. So why should we, why should we mess with it? You know what I mean? Like just – Leave it at that. So I have Natalia's um, IEP coming up. Oh, that's going to be a picnic. So she's still not – she's the one not doing well in school though. She's struggling <laughs> in a couple of class. She's struggling in chem and uh, sometimes history. She's, she's hit and miss. But – See, the thing about like school mm-hmm. is that we're – I don't – it's like – 
they only teach one way, right? You got right. these teachers and they have this one way of teaching. And we all know at this point, you know, education has progressed to the point that we know that lots of kids have different ways that they learn. Yes. But yet we pathologize kids when they're not doing well and right. go like, oh, they have like a learning disability. Yeah. Isn't it possible that kids need different things and that yes. teachers can't adjust yes. and like – You know, uh, my girlfriend Jody, her <clears throat> old boss was Sir – Sir Edward Scissorhands. Yes, Sir, Sir Ken Robinson. Uh-huh. That's That was his job was to to fly around the world and do these talks about how kids learn and how this conventional – way of education that 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 is not the way to go like every kid learns at a different pace and there's different ways of teaching and blah 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 yeah he made a lot of money doing that talking about that but yet i feel like we don't make a lot of changes no. you know the public school system stays the same it's and it's not archaic. the teacher's fault the teachers right. can't just come like in that's... and make up their own curriculum and go well kids don't learn i'm gonna do my own thing right. like you'd get fired right and i would have to explain that to my kids but it's tough when you have two kids that are taking the same history class but one's got a teacher that's very engaging and that can like you know make it come to life and like do all these reenactments and stuff like that. And then you got another teacher that's just kind of boring. And when you got a kid like Natalia that has ADHD and is like that has a hard time focusing, it's it's going to be tough. It's a tough situation. You know, she's not going to do as well, you know. Right. As the kid that – and they're both interested in history – about the same, you know. I think Sonny's a little more interested, but still, like, the, 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 there's a huge difference in the way these both teachers teach the right. same class. Right. And then, but then it's the kid's problem who's not getting right. the good grade because right. we're in this yes. system where if you're not getting like A's or B's, like, it's, you know, if you get a C, it's not looking good for when you. Well, your kids are already in high school, but for college, right. let's say. So there's all this pressure, all this outside pressure to get this arbitrary – hit this yes. arbitrary point, which there are so many factors involved in why they may or may not get an A, right? right? Like, right. like, I mean, I've experienced it with LB in high school too. Like she had a really crappy teacher and like during the pandemic, yeah, you know, there was – it's very difficult to learn – certain subjects just online with yeah. teachers that weren't even doing Zooms with the right. class. Like she had a math class where they basically just posted the lesson online. They had to watch a video. Wow. It's like, well, you might as well be homeschooled. Right. You're exactly. not engaging with the teacher. They can't ask questions. Yeah. They, there isn't any interaction, engagement with the teacher. That's right. how the teacher chose to teach. Right. LB said that year it was because the teacher like had kids at home and found it too distracting to do live right. – couldn't do live mm-hmm. Zooms. Yeah. But okay, so then my kid missed an entire year of having any interaction with a math teacher. Right. So it doesn't matter how what a good student you are. Yeah. Some k- kids need to be able Absolutely. to ask a question and and Absolutely. It's, some kids don't learn by just watching a video. If every kid could learn by just watching a video, we wouldn't fucking have school. Right. I know. I know. Right? You yeah. just have people and that post videos online. The other thing is like it was hard for these kids, well, at least my kids, to recover from being in quarantine because they just got so used to just being at home. Like there's just not a lot of motivation for them to get up and go to school. And, you know, it's just it's, yep. it's, it's very tough. Because you know. they kind of don't understand why. Right. 
Like, it's hard. They have to get up super early in the morning. Yes. It disrupts their sleep schedule. Yeah. And they have to be somewhere all day. And if it's yeah. a boring class, they have to pay, like, sit and stare right. at the teacher or, right. you know, they're right. badly behaved. Right. Let me ask you this. What the hell is, like, this ski week thing? You know, I've heard, I mean, I know, I know about it, but like, it, there was no ski week when I was, when I was growing up. What's if, ski week? You never heard, so, so Melissa, who lives in Manhattan Beach, they, their schools, she go, their kids go to the public school. They have this ski week um, where it's one week during the winter where I guess that because everybody goes skiing, they take a, they, I guess, I guess the school. So your kids have three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. My kids only have two weeks. Okay, but it must make it up somewhere, somewhere else. I yeah, don't your know, kids probably though. get two weeks in the spring. Mm-hmm. Their spring break is probably two weeks. Maybe I can't remember because when my kids, the my last school, yeah, of, well, two schools ago, they were on a different schedule. They had two weeks in the winter and two weeks in the spring. Yeah. But there's so the so their school has a so Melissa school's district has a ski week they call it ski week and then um, uh, Natalia's boyfriend goes to a pub a private school they have ski week I, it's like I I keep hearing about this ski week all all the time now and it's like there was no ski week at least call it something else are you just saying like hey everybody goes on vacation to go skiing so we're just gonna take that week off so everybody go and by the way. I've Nobody never knows anybody that goes skiing. Yeah, they call it ski week. It's weird. Like, and but who goes skiing? I don't know anybody that goes skiing. I don't know anybody that takes all this time off to go what to Big Bear. Like, it, uh, it doesn't. I'm trying to remember though. I feel like, but this is totally off subject. I mean, off like when I used to live in Spokane, Washington. I feel like it was the thing. Everybody did do a lot of skiing and they all had like their ski passes on their jackets. Yeah. Was that a thing when you were growing up? Not growing up, but when I would go to work, like there would be like this one dude. It was kind of douchebag and he would wear like all his ski tags on his jacket. And I'd be like, you're just doing it just so you could like, yeah, it was like ice up there this weekend. You know, it's like – Went to Mammoth over the weekend. Like, Yeah, right. we were poor. I never went skiing one time. Never. I never went anywhere, but not skiing, that's for sure. Yeah. We were not a skiing family. We never went to Hawaii. We didn't – we never – in any state we lived in, we never did the thing right. that all the kids did. Right. And when I lived in Los Angeles, everybody went to Hawaii. Oh, really? We never went to Hawaii. And when I lived in Spokane, every, they all went skiing Yeah, and had their ski tags. Right. Vermont. They all went to – no, maybe not Vermont. Maybe that was when I lived in – I don't know. I lose track. I've lived in too many places. I'm sure somebody right now is going, ski week is blah, 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 Yeah. Well, it's the same as getting booed. I never – I've never been booed or had any of that in my neighborhood. You've had that. Yeah. I've never had it either until that one – until one year. Yeah. It became a – there's a – it's a thing in our neighborhood. Although I have – we didn't get booed this year. We got egged. We got teepeed. We didn't right. get booed. I would right. rather have gotten booed. Adam's like, somebody's going to get shot one year. Hey, we should talk about – you know what's funny? We were going to talk about Chinette. And I – at Thanksgiving at my sister-in-law's, yeah. I was like, these 
these uh, plastic plates, the cutlery, mm-hmm. is super fancy. Uh-huh. And I looked at it and it was Chinette. Chinette. Chinette's everywhere. You guys and are everywhere. I love Chinette because I have it at my house. And by the way, I use it just for me, myself, and I because why should I do the dishes? It's like really pretty <laughs> yeah. and nice. And it's durable too. Yeah. I, I loaded up my plate with um, – I ordered some ribs the other night by myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> loaded up those ribs, and uh, the Chinette, they have the, the Chinette Classic, which is uh, durable, they don't bend, they don't leak, microwave safe, Chinette Crystal, which is the elegant one, it has the little swirl and no shatter, um, They have, um, and then they have the Chinette Comfort, which is the cup, it's a built-in sleeve that keeps drinks hot and hands happy, is snap-on lid, 12 ounce or 16 ounce. Um, all made in the USA, can handle anything from the messiest ribs to the most generous slices of cake. Easy cleanup, great for holidays. So visit MyChinette.com to find out more. That's MyChinette.com. Here's to us. Yay. And also, let's talk about OxyClean. Hey, everybody. We want to talk to you about OxyClean odor blasters. And listen. Yes. My kids, everybody's gone back to school. Yeah. So now it's important for you to smell good when mm-hmm. you're at school because guess what? If you're stanky, other kids going to notice. Yes. And give you a hard time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially me because they're in my car driving I'm them to telling. school. And the thing is, Xander's been going to the gym with John mm-hmm. and he wears his regular clothes, like his school shirts mm-hmm. to the gym he doesn't have like old workout clothes. So he wears his nice yeah, clothes to the gym. Too. Right. Gets it stinky. Mm-hmm. Comes home. And if I didn't have the OxyClean odor blasters yes. at home to use on their clothes, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it would be terrible. Because every once in a while, I don't put it into a load of laundry that has one of his shirts. And I notice that the oh, odor yeah. doesn't come all the way out of his clothes yes. unless I use it. I notice that too. I have the same issue with Sonny. He stinks. He smells up the car when he gets in the car, especially with all his walking around in this heat, by the yep, way. Yep. And if I don't use the odor blasters, then then it's I can tell a difference. Yeah. The OxyClean odor blasters attack the odor at its core and they remove it from the clothes. So I always feel better and more confident putting my kids in their clothes after I've used OxyClean odor blasters. So work your magic with OxyClean odor blasters. Visit myoxyclean.com for cleaning tips and tricks. Boom. We're back. Yeah. What? Okay. So, so, oh, so also, mm-hmm. also today we have a follow-up with the psychiatrist for Sadie. Mm-hmm. So we might like, I told you she's on antidepressant. Yeah. Did I tell you that? Did I yeah. tell the show that? Okay. I'm like, was that private? I no, think I you might. I, you know, have I said lit it. out loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I might have talked about it on Patreon. Yeah. Well, whatever. Cat's out of the bag. Mm. That's what we're doing. Mm. And um, seems fine seems right good. now. But we, there's a thing with because she's on the growth hormone, but she's almost done with the growth hormone. Right. I also talked about the growth hormone and how they said we were done with it, but then we could use the. They said we could do it another six months, but it's not really help doing anything. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. She's exactly five feet tall. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Which is obviously it's very short, but it's not like four seven. Right. It's not like where you go like, oh, what happened? Right. What happened? What happened? 
You know, you just go, yeah. oh, she's short. I yeah. know people that are like five feet and five one that I literally never think of as like right. a shrimp. I know. <laughs> Olga's like five feet. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I have friends that are super short that I don't think that's not the first thing I think about. I don't mm. go like, oh, my God, you're right. so short. Right, right. How is, how is um, her, her mood? Have you noticed like – She's been in a good mood but she's also been home from friends. school. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't doing well before school let out. Right. She's been in a great mood the entire week off of school. So I think it's a mixture. I think yeah. like – I don't know that you can force a kid to like like school and be happy in that right. environment. I Can't. don't know. It's impossible. Yeah. I – and the thing is, like, she doesn't really have any friends at school. She doesn't. I mean, she talks to people. Right. Like, I w- I'm definitely not as worried about her as I was, like, when we first started and I was yeah. pic- imagining her just, like, so lonely. Mm-hmm. I think she's fine. I think Sadie is a kid <clears throat> who runs pretty deep and yeah. she- it takes – a certain type of person for her to really feel comfortable with that person. Right. She has to have stuff in common. She's just very picky. Yeah. She can't tolerate. It's funny because she was with her friend over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, that came to her birthday and then spent the night. Her her friend that you've all heard me say is like her bestie. And they're just so easy together. Like they just – I think she's so happy when she's with this friend. Yeah. They get each other. They yeah. like to do the same things. But even when she left, Sadie said, you know, I love I love spending time with her. And normally I'm like, oh, my God, you already have to leave? Like I can't get enough. She goes, but I was ready for like yeah. – uh, my social battery was drained. Right. So I'm wondering if she needs that much intensity at school because she and this friend had gone to the same school before. Right. When I moved her to the new big public school, she's not with that friend anymore. Mm-hmm. But honestly, their friendship hasn't changed and they didn't spend time together at school. Do you see where I'm going yes. with this? Mm-hmm. Like does it really make a difference? Right. I think she just doesn't like school in general. Right. Not because she's super lo- – like she didn't like school before. Right. And she had close friends at school with her. Right. It didn't seem to make a difference. She was right. miserable going to school. Yes. And now she's at a different school where she doesn't have friends. But I don't think that's what's causing it. I think she's just – really She's doesn't like school really doesn't like it because it's probably you know it doesn't come easy for her exactly which i totally understand because that was me but there was no add back then or no anything back then no intervention no iep nothing but that was me i dreaded going i i i would sit in the back i because i didn't want to get called on i just was like Hated it. I had to, I just, the math was just insane, hard for me. I just could not get a grip on that at all. But, um, and my school is like a hippie school. Like they called, you called the teachers by their first names and they kind of went at like your own pace kind of thing. It was that alternative school. But, um, yeah, I understand her totally. That's just, it's just tough for these kids. It's hard when they, especially when they have to struggle and they have to work extra hard. You know, some kids it comes easy for them. Yeah. 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 So I think it's a struggle and I think she just always feels the pressure of like, I think she's always worried about getting embarrassed in class, even though, you know, she's in sort of the easiest classes. So she's sort of big fish in a small pond in that way. Mm, Right. Because 
a lot of the kids who are in the non-honors classes don't give a fuck. Right. Right? Right. And they're very obvious about it. Yeah. She, she tells me. You know, they do not care. Yeah. They they will be on their phones. They're, like, doing other things. They don't care when they get caught. The, te- the teachers get upset. Like, whatever. They don't care. Yeah. Sadie cares a lot and then is surrounded by people who don't give a fuck. Right. Like – but at the same time, she can't handle it when it's like an honors class. It's like too much, too, too much, fast, and yeah. that makes her feel bad in a different way. Right, that she can't keep up. Right. So it's yeah, not yeah, it's not. I easy. just hate like we're saying that everything has to be so cookie cutter. I know that they all have to learn this certain way, and the teachers don't deviate their teaching. Right. To be more inclusive. Right. I mean, I get, but then there's so many kids in their classroom. Like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, I know. All right. I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's tough. It's an ongoing issue. Have you been watching anything over the off the break? We didn't have a break, but have you watched anything? I've been watching the latest episodes of Curb. Yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um I'm not lo- I'm liking it, but I'm not loving it like I did yeah. early seasons. How about you? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. I've watched it. All yeah. right, what are you watching? Honestly, I uh, I started watching that the double shot of love, but now I was like into season two, which it, it much better than see. I'm glad I season two was so good because they all the girls that they were dating and they let go. So at the end of the season, you're they're supposed to pick the girl, right? So Vinny picks his girl. Polly doesn't pick a girl at all. He was he liked this one girl, Nikki, but. He felt like she was too intense and too much, mm-hmm. but he really liked her, but he was afraid of her. So he just said, I'm just going to go solo. So then season two, they they did a diff. They did it. It was cool. They did a totally different. So it wasn't even a dating show. Season two, they brought back all like a bunch of the girls that they let go, like basically all their ex-girlfriends, they call them, mm-hmm. and including the girl that got let go. But then they also brought like three guys from Staten Island who are young, basically a new like Jersey Shore group of kids, mm-hmm. put them all up at this huge suite in Vegas. So Vinny was doing Chippendales. Polly's doing his DJing at all the clubs. Got them all jobs at Dre's. So they had to work. Uh-huh. And um, so they all had jobs. And, uh, and then, you know, hilarity ensues. It was really good. It was like Vinny and Polly being like, you know, a big brother to these young kids, you right, know? Right, right, right. Like, and these kids are like from like Staten Island and Jersey. These girls are like from Jersey and stuff. And it's like they hit the jackpot. Like now they're on an MTV show round two, uh, second season, but they get to – they don't have to date them. And turns out like Vinny kind of got back together with one of the girls he let go. And then Polly got together with the girl that – he was going to, at the end, broke her heart and because she, she was very intense and she was like, I'm in love with him. I'm not letting him go. And she was a little stalkerish. But now he's like, boy, they're like totally. Then COVID hit and then they had to like quarantine together. And it was like the best thing that ever happened in their relationship. And anyway, it, it was – so I was just like – anytime I had laying around, I was just like next, next episode, next episode. It was really good. I liked it, but uh, I came to the end, so I'm starting season three, and season three is Vinny dating again. So, oh, so he broke up with the one. 
Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of having a fling with that one. But Polly's with his girl. Right. So he's season three is Polly, his girlfriend, trying to, you know, get Vinny uh, hooked up, trying to find a wife. Um, well, this is not referring to any of that, but you just reminded me about giving them jobs. Yes. That I have now – I'm like, LB needs to get a job. Yeah. Like, yeah, bitch likes to spend my money. Right. You know, she does not stick to her allowance. She right. ha- is living her best life. She yeah. goes out all the time, mm-hmm. uses up my gas in my yeah. car, oh, is yeah. constantly buying clothes, loves to go to the mall. I finally – it hit me. I was like, LB, like, you're spending more money than you are – like, this is not just meals right. once in a while with your friends. This is like you like to go do stuff. Right. I said, you need to get a job. Yes. Also – LB, you know, I used to be very protective of like LB's time. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like in this hard program at school and she plays basketball. Well, she doesn't have any extracurricular activities, none. Right. So I'm like, go to work. <laughs> yeah. I did. I told her. I was like, you guys would be surprised. I was, I was like, you need to get a job. Wow. So she said, okay. I was like, there's no reason that you can't, especially seasonal help. Like, yes, you, you and there's there's no reason she can't work weekends. There's no reason she can't work a couple of days after school. She'll right. have plenty of time to do her homework. Still, right, right. There's a lot of hours in the day. Right. A lot of her friends have jobs. Right. I'm like, so she said she would apply to. So she packs on. Okay, but here's the thing that you may not know. Tell me these places. It's not like when we were young. You don't just go into a place and go, hey, are you guys hiring? Right. Can I do an application? Right. It just doesn't work that way. You do it online. It's all online. And you like – they have like these QR codes basically uh-huh. that you take a picture of the QR code and you go on their website and then you can apply for a job. Okay. So like for instance, so pack sun and then you send in your resume. I don't know if you even send in a cover letter but you say like I'm applying for a job. So now she has to have a resume. Well, resume – like, well, what, 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 how, how's a sixteen-year-old? So I'm thinking house? they put a, they have to probably put a picture on there, right? So that they're not just randomly. I mean, I don't, whatever, right? Um, I guess like she has to put like that she goes yeah. to school and what her extracurricular activities are and what work experience she has, like babysitting. Right. She's a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so when we went to play laser tag, I was like, Elby, like this seems like kind of a fun job. Yeah. Like it's not that far from our house. And these they were having so much fun, the kit the, the kids people that, work. that were working there. Uh-huh. And she's like, Well, they all look older. Do you think I'm old enough to work here? And I was like, All you have to do is be over sixteen. Right. Like I'm sure they have some younger people on the staff. Yeah, she's seventeen, right? She's seventeen oh, years yeah, old. Yeah, like yeah. she's almost you know. Yeah. I was gonna say she's almost eighteen, but like she just right. turned seventeen. But I'm just saying she's closing in on right, right. being an adult. But I was like, you should get a job here. Yeah. And she was like, you're right. This looks fun. So she went on their website and she's – so now she's like, mom, there are some places I want to apply, but I need a resume. Will you help me make yeah. a resume? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to help her make a make resume. A resume. Mm-hmm. That's great. Or John will. Yeah. That's and great. And she's going to apply for some jobs. That's nice. But it's not like when I was a kid – I just right. went into places. I remember I went to the local grocery store. You go to the manager. Yeah. There's a manager and you go, hi, I would like – are you guys hiring? Right. Can I fill out an application? Right. And I remember that my parents made me like you got to go place to place until yeah. – and kids would go to the mall uh-huh. and you just go from store to store yes. and ask for an application. Yes. I did that. 
And I did it for but restaurants I was afraid. too. I was like, I don't want to do cash register. I can't do the cash register. And Wendy would be like, you can do it. I'll teach you how to do it. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to think that fast on my feet. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So they really like narrowed my job <laughs> search to be low. But like I couldn't – like I remember – I got the job working for my fr- like my brother's friend who owned a store. I worked at her store on Ventura Boulevard, Ventura and Van Nuys. Um, it was called Accessories or I know, some accessories. Uh, Contagious. That was the name. Of oh, it. is that the place where you had to go yes. around and? Part of my job was to. I worked in the store, and then part of my job was passing out flyers on Saturday. Right. Yeah, and then I took a flyer and used it to put ketchup on at Fat Burger <laughs> with my friends, and she walked in. Having fun. I was like, oh, sorry. I was hungry. <laughs> Don't I get a lunch break? She's like, no. I mean, your store is so exciting that I worked up an appetite. <laughs> Don't I be, get a lunch break? Don't I get a lunch break? She's like, no, not when you work part, not for when you work four hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah. LB liked about the laser tag place was that she was like, they seem like they're joking around. There didn't seem to be any boss like – any kind of time to lean, time to clean attitude. Right, right. Like they would go, they would take turns going into the laser tag game and giving all the preamble. Right. Like, all right, no running. And they, and so when she went on the website, the basically the prerequisite was that you have to have a sense of humor. Oh. And be willing to like, and like having fun and like working with kids. That's nice. Cause they do birthday parties yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And she does. Like she's a counsel, like she likes it. So, um, but I know when I I remember uh, like being a teenager mm-hmm. and then I remember being – when I first moved to LA and I had to find jobs and you would look in the classified. Right. But I also – like I walked down to the Egyptian movie theater on Hollywood Boulevard and I was just like, are you guys hiring? Right. Which – so John, who you may know as my husband, John uh, from Duran Duran. Uh-huh. He told me that when he was a kid too, and he and I are like the same age, that his same thing, his dad was like, you have to get a job. Right. But he had such bad social anxiety that he couldn't make himself like go – like he'd sit in front of the store that he wanted Aww, to go in. Even if they said they were hiring, Aww. he couldn't make himself go in and say like, right. can I have an application? So sometimes he said it would take him all day mm. to like work up the nerve to just go into one place. Right. Right. That's how bad it was. Wow. And then his dad would get so mad at him. Ugh. Like, you only went to one place? You only got one application? Right. Wow. I feel like LB, like this whole online thing might be her but jam. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like she could go to a bunch of places and just right. have to not meet them. Right. I feel right. like walking into a place, like you remember That's... that the reason when she first started getting therapy at nine, it was because – well, anxiety, but part of it manifested in she couldn't talk to people she didn't know. Like right. she couldn't wa- ask a waitress for a new fork right. in a restaurant. Right. She couldn't walk up to a counter at a yogurt store and ask for a, like buy a water. Like right. she didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's probably easiest is it, to do the online thing because yeah, it is. It's been, it's just cold calling. You just got to walk right. in and. Blah, I did blah. not give a fuck. Like I remember walking down the promenade. I was like, I need a job. Yeah. I think I had one job and I needed a second job and I was like a, a comic. Yeah. I remember wa- literally walking into every restaurant and being like, are you guys hi- – is there a manager? Are you guys hiring? Right. right. I did not – I don't have that at all. I know. Not shy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my dad was like – 
put together uh, uh, a, 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 he helped me put together a, a mail, a, you know, a cover letter, like looking for a job in the entertainment industry. And then he got like went to Samuel French's bookstore and got like a booklet of like production offices and stuff. And I wanted a job working like production. You know, and it was always like, yeah, you got to be in the union, you know, this and that. I, I just could never, I don't remember, I just remember like it was, it was hard, like just cold calling a production office. It was tough. And then I just remember sending my cover letter to us, like some of these production places. And it was like Genesis Entertainment in Thousand Oaks. And right. they were looking for a receptionist and got the job. And then that was it. Then I was in. Then I worked my way up from there. That's really cool because yeah. I remember thinking like, how do you break into show business? I know. I would have been ha- thrilled to have right. a receptionist job. I was so job. happy. Yeah. It was the, be- the best. And then like eventually the sales guys needed an assistant and um, it was, you know, television distribution. And then I went and was their sales assistant for forever. And then that company got bought by New World, Brandon Tartikoff's company. And then it merged. And then we, you know, from I went from Thousand Oaks to working like in, like off of Sepulveda and Wilshire. Mm-hmm. And that was a great job. That was fun. And then, um, and then how I went to there to Carsey Warner. I mean, it just, and then to ABC, you know, it was just like went from here to there. It was just, you just got to like keep working because my dad was like, listen, bitch, you ain't going to college. So you better figure something. In the middle of it, got my real estate license. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did that because I was the receptionist. I was the receptionist for them. But then he's like, you know, you got to do something else. You're going to want that. You, you can't be a receptionist. Yeah. Like this is a small company. You don't know where it's going to go. You know, blah, blah, blah. So he encouraged me, you know, just having like a parent to help encourage your kid to 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 go the right direction yeah if it's not college find out what they like to do and help them get their foot in the door help them figure out how to get the foot in the door yeah is the way to go yep i have a feeling i'm gonna be doing that with sunny um i was thinking that we should talk about because our we're we have a geico segment Yes. But we are going to talk about a road trip and we were thinking right before the show we were talking about driving to Vegas and I was I used to drive to Vegas all the time mm-hmm. like there was no flying Mm-mm. when I was young it was driving it me was too four-hour drive and yeah. it didn't even feel that far right so we would just hop in the car you know fill up the tank with gas and get going in those days you didn't even have like a bunch of entertainment you couldn't listen to podcasts right it wasn't even a thing right it wasn't even a twinkle in Adam's eye at yes, that point right this was like old school AM FM radio yeah we used to have the tapes of Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad yeah, yeah. and Mike You're right. would play Van Halen tapes. Yeah, yeah. we had tapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, but, but you'd sometimes you'd make a mix right. tape That's that would be best. like your Vegas mix. Yes. But then, Kaylin, you had a story about breaking down. Yeah, this happened probably about like four or five years ago. We were in Las Vegas um, doing some kind of Corolla drinks event. And it was, um, we stayed there. It was me. Patrick, Jay, and Rob, and I drove everyone out, and then Rob was driving my car back, and me and everyone else were kind of sleeping in the car, and as soon as we get, I don't know, maybe 20 miles outside of Vegas, Rob's like, "Uh uh-oh, something's wrong with the car. (laughs) So we had to pull off uh, the freeway. 
I had to call AAA. We sat there, got some food, and waited for AAA to come. They did. They hooked up my car. I forget what was wrong with it. It was whatever. Um, but I guess there wasn't enough room for all four of us in the AAA truck. So me and Patrick sat in the AAA truck, and Jay and Rob sat in my car <laughs> while it was <laughs> while it was attached to the truck bed of the AAA truck. Was it like on like, the yeah, truck bed or was it being on, towed? On the truck bed. Oh, because it, it couldn't even be towed? towed? Um, I, I guess not. I don't know why. Okay. It was, yeah, the truck bed was flat and it was just sitting on top. Oh, and two of the guys were sitting in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Patrick, you know, we're having like a nice kind of air conditioned ride back to LA. Not really thinking, just kind of chatting like, hey, you know what's going on? And we get back and Jay and Rob are shook (laughs) (laughs) well and also you're going through the desert which is deathly hot Hot. and there's no air in that no air in that in in my car so they're just baking they're not only baking but the entire car is shaking (laughs) they are thinking that it's going to fly off of this truck bed at any moment and me and patrick are just in the back like oh my god That's wow. crazy. And what I what they couldn't go to like a garage on the way back <laughs> and fix it? I I don't re- I don't remember. They told you all the way back, but I'm saying so the ride was literally the whole 4 it was, hours. It was back. it was most of it, yeah. All it was definitely LA. over 2 hours. Oh I'd say between, my yeah. god. That's hilarious. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. Well, that's great. Hey, do you own or rent your home? Yes. Well, and I, I bet it's hard work, but you know it's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I had something else that I was going to tell you. Oh, my God. Do I dare... Do I dare say this on the podcast? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, regarding the twins' birthday. Yes. So there was a friend that they wanted to invite. Yeah. I'm just wondering if this has ever happened to you. Yeah. And I should be more easygoing about stuff like this. But, I, but okay. So there's a friend that has a, a younger sister. And the friend was going to be out of town. Uh-huh. But the dad was like, oh, she's going to be out of town. But what I first told – I first said, hey, is your kid available on such and such a day for the twins are having like a little birthday mm. thing, laser tag? And he said, oh, maybe uh, she might be out of town, but probably right. she's going to be in town. And then he said, is the other – the younger sister invited too? Uh-huh. Now, the younger sister is only 10. Oh. And – yeah. Not really their friend. Right. Kind of a little extra. Right. I shouldn't be t- – I shouldn't even be saying this. But anyway. Yeah. So then they were like, – I told them. I was like, OK, so so-and-so might be able to come, but the younger sister is like definitely available. And they were like, <laughs> oh. Because it wasn't going to be a big group. Right. It was go- literally going to be their closest friends. Yes. That's a little odd. But I was like, I'm not going to say no. I wasn't this this these people have right. done invited my kids to a lot of stuff. Like right. I certainly wasn't going to be like, nope. Right. Not for her. Right. So 
So the it's a so, dad thing to do. I don't think the mom would have done that. Like invited their younger kid along. Right. Yeah, it is a total dad. You're right. You know so what I mean? so like before so a couple days before I say so like is she is she available? Like did she right. have any and he's like, "Oh no, she's she's going to be on a plane uh-huh. that day." Uh-huh. But so and so, so like, but my still other coming, kids she's in, and I could, and anyway, we were on the phone because they had taken Sadie somewhere, and then I hear the younger one going, "I'm coming," oh, and you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is that, so I'm like, "All right, like whatever." But my yeah. kids were like, "Oh my god, we're gonna have to entertain her, and she's gonna." And I was like, "No, you're not. I will. I will entertain her. It's gonna yeah. be fine. Mm-hmm. Like we're not gonna be rude, right? Like." They right. do that this family brings takes you guys a lot of places. Yeah. So but anyway, so that weekend, so that day, the mom, the ex-wife, had the kid. Uh-huh. And I get a text from her and she was like, Hi. She's like, So so my kid tells me like there's a birthday celebration today. So can I get like give me all the details? Uh-huh. Like Oh boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, of course. I was. Oh, she was like so and so can't make it because you know she's she flew out today. But but so she so and so is so excited, you know. Right. And I was like, okay. So I was like, that's great. I go, yeah. The kids are just having a few friends and they're going to play laser tag. But your daughter's totally welcome to come. You know. Right. I wasn't like, yeah, they can't wait to have her. Like, right. he, you know. And then I think she kind of because she's the mom did kind of realize what was up. Right. Because she was like, okay. Um, and she's so sweet. She was yeah. like, "What do they want? Like for right. for their birthday?" And I was like, "Um, like whatever. They're fourteen, yeah. so like, yeah, Starbucks. Like, yeah. right? What right. are their interests?" And I go, right. "They're interested in Starbucks." Yes, <laughs> right. I mean, what do you say? Yeah, they're I not. Know. It's, they're not going to be like interested in like Barbies and Hot Wheels right. at this I know. point, you know? I know. But anyway, she was like, "Okay, lol." And then she goes, "Okay, let me check." Anyway, then she gets back to me. She's like, you know what? We're going to have like a mother-daughter date and leave the 14-year-olds to do their thing. Oh, yeah. Nice. But it was so funny because it was just like a little bit awkward. Right. So when she said, give me all the details, you said it's – I was like, yeah, okay. Well, you can – we're going to have people over to our house for like uh, pizza and whatever. And then we're going to – I'm going to take all the kids to UltraZone. Right. We're going to do laser tag and then I'll take them back to my house for cake. I go, you can either pick up from laser zone if you want to do it earlier because it's closer to your house or you can pick up from our house later. Right. You know, right. right. I just gave her the details. Yeah. I wasn't like, you know, if you come, which I wish you wouldn't. Right. <laughs> but you didn't say like it's mostly a bunch of. No, I didn't say that. But age. I said they're just having a few of their friends. Got and it. Then, and then, you know. Yeah. yeah. But she's welcome to come. Right. Is what I said. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was – I'm sure she uh, slightly got the hint. But I felt so bad. I didn't even want to give any hint. Right. But no. I was like it's a little bit awkward because yeah. they are – it really was a small group. Right. And she really is kind of like a young kid. Yeah. I mean she's 10. Yeah. yeah that is a big difference. Especially during – yeah, with a little group like that. I yeah. mean my nephew came and he's only – he's 11. Yeah, that's different. But it's different because that's our family. Right, like that's right. and, and he's actually – we didn't – we it wasn't like a family party. We didn't invite 
my niece, who's seven. Right. It was like we invited my nephew Beckett because he's, he's Xander's friend. Yeah. And they hang out together and he invited Xander to his party. Right. So like – Right. Yeah. But it wasn't like, hey, all the family come. They understood that it was – Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Well. Anyway. Well, that worked out though. It totally worked out. Yeah. So I'm going to be going to Chicago for Christmas. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. And uh, I just got to figure out what days we're gonna, probably going to leave. Like, might, might even leave on Christmas Eve early in the morning or something. I don't oh, know. really? Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Which I never celebrate. Uh, yeah, I'm the you worst guys, Jew. You guys don't celebrate Hanukkah? No, we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, Are you already getting stuff? No, I haven't. I need to. I need to start Christmas shopping. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know what to get these kids. Natalia, what do you want? A car? Like, oh, okay. Slow your roll. What else do you want? Like, I don't know. That's between you and your dad. And my name is Paul. So you guys figure that out. Uh huh. But like, I don't. You know, and Sonny just had a birthday not that long ago, and he doesn't like. He's very. He doesn't have any wish list or anything. You know, he needs a new phone. He hasn't had a new phone in years because he takes care of his phone. He mm-hmm. doesn't drop it or anything. Um, so, okay, he can get a new phone. But, like, I guess that'll be his big present. But, you know, it's it sucks. Like, when you have kids, these kids day and age, like, they got everything they need, you know? I know. They have everything. Like I know. So. LB got a new phone. She's got the best phone in the house. I think she got a 12. Yeah, the like, kids all A year ago. Them. Right. And we're all, we all have 10s. Yeah. Which is fine. Right. Yeah, it is funny because I don't have anything big to – I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to get them a bunch of little things and then maybe some um, some more – some gift cards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going to Chicago is one of their gifts. And, you know, I what I need to do is buy Christmas gifts for those people. Uh-huh. You know, that's what I need because I want them to – I want to – like have a nice, you know, Christmas morning where everybody opens their presents and I want the kids to get their cousins something. Like I want, you know. Right, right. Yes. Some gift exchanges going on. Yeah. Like old school, like we used to when they were younger. Yeah. And for them to be able to give gifts for first time in their lives and care about it because they love their cousins, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we only have a couple weeks. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is. It's insane. I know. I'm not li- really looking forward to – well, John is always a really sweet gift giver to me. Yes. And then I feel pressured. Right. I feel like – I got him one thing that I'm not going to say because, of course, it will be the one show that he listens right. to. Right, But I did get him one thing that he's really going to like that's that's going to be of sentimental value. I try oh, to do something nice. of sentimental yeah. value. Yeah. Like the year that I got all his pictures, yeah. that I had all his pictures um, – all of his like loose photographs, which he had a ton of them. I had the woman um, put them all, digitize all of his photographs. Right, right. And That's nice. then That's made, a nice and gift. she made, and then I made him, I made a wedding album. Oh. And I made uh, him an album of his parents. Of like, oh, did I tell you really that? Nice. I remember, remember you making all the yeah. I made the two books, the Shutterfly books, but I had somebody help me that's like better at it than right. me. And we took all. I found all these old pictures of his parents, 
and made like laid them out really beautifully. So it's like kind of a through the years because his parents are both gone. So he loved, loved, loved that. That's awesome. Like in family photos too, but like just for him. Yes. To to commemorate like his parents, and then I made the one of our wedding, and then the rest of them I had I gave him like on a flash drive, and a bunch of them were his dad's war pictures from like yeah uh, war pictures like of B seventeens and like and he loved that right. It's hard to it's hard to top that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good. What'd you do? Take a bunch of your picture box of pictures and gave it to somebody. I literally found because he had them all. Because I, I got a bunch of pictures yeah, in Yeah, he box. had a ton of pictures in a box. Yeah. I found this woman. I can look up her name. She was she was in the valley. Uh-huh. I drove them to her house and that's what she does. She's like a professional photo organizer, digitizer. She's got all these, um, you know, these laser right. photo printers. Right, right. She has all – so she can just feed them in like – because I was like, I'm not going to do this myself. Yeah, I know. And she knows how to handle them all and then right. she she organized them all into different – so that they were all in files in different folders like right. here's the ones of this and here's – she organized them all and then digitized Digital them. Digital fo- folders or actual folders? No, not in actual folders. In, in like in she the put digital. them on a flash right. drive. Okay. So okay. I got a couple of flash drives that had in folders, like computer folders. Yeah. In the flash okay. drive, it had mm-hmm. the, here's pictures of the parents. Here's pictures of this. Here's right. pictures from this year. Right. Here's pictures of your, you know. So yeah. he had them all. He could see exactly what he was looking right. at. He loved it. It's a good yeah. idea. There's people that do that, that advertise yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Anyway. All right. This was super fun. Yeah. Um, before we completely wrap. Uh Oh. Let's go. Let's do our last Patreon people. Letty Molina, CBD, mm-hmm. bacon flavored CBD for your dogs to help with their allergies and arthritis. Go to hempworks.com slash L Molina or find her on Facebook. Sarah Dean hosts the Shameless Mom Academy and one of her latest episodes is episode 595, a few episodes ago, has a guest who went through conversion therapy, survived that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that was that's a cool episode. Check that out. Um it's a great podcast. We love Sarah. Sylvia Berlin is with Berlin Team Homes with Remax Coastal Homes. They serve the OC, so if you want to get a home in the OC, why not use one of our listeners to help yeah. you? Sylvia S I L V I A at berlinteamhomes.com C A D R E 0198860101. And The Bittersweet Life, another podcast. They are such a great podcast. If you just want to change up your mm-hmm. life. These women are inspirational. They have both lived overseas, like packed up everything and just moved to a whole different country yes. and figured out life there. Um, so they will talk about culture shock and traveling and how to pack right, especially with the holidays coming up. Give them a listen. Bittersweet life. And last but not least, Eugenia, her vi- her business is Pandaloon, mm. P-A-N-D-A, like panda, and then L-O-O-N.com. They make costumes, for pets. Great gift yeah, idea. Yeah, a good idea. Fun yes. gift idea for the pet lover in your exactly. life. Check out her website. You'll see all the cute outfits that they have. They were um, on Shark Tank. They won uh, a deal on season nine. So you know they're a good business. Mm. And they're doing great. Yeah. And that's it. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Kaylin. Thanks, Kaylin. We'll see you next week. You're a yeah. parent now. Don't F it up.
Ladies and gentlemen, the holidays are right around the corner. Before you know it, turkeys will be stuffed, and that fat guy with a white beard will be breaking into your homes in the middle of the night. Don't wait until the last minute to treat yourself or the people you love in life to marvelous Christmas presents like the Corolla Christmas Card Combo. This three-bottle gift set comes with a jolly Christmas card featuring and signed by each and every person that makes this the greatest pod cart in the universe. So head to CorollaDrinks.com today. Get your Corolla Christmas Card Combo for only $60. That's three bottles of your choice, plus a Christmas card signed by the entire staff for only 60 bucks. Happy holidays from everyone at Corolla Drinks.